Is it Wednesday again already? It's Wednesday! This is Amy. And Lexi. And this is Confessions of Retail. All the tea. Welcome Welcome back back to the the shit show. show. Hi! It's episode nine. Beautiful. And guess what? It's our one year podcasting anniversary. We've been doing this for one year. Holy shit, you guys. Oh, you remember where we all started? All awful audio and whatnot? Yes, the audio did sound awful for the first eight episodes. We had a good idea and we've been running this whole time with it. <laughs> and you know what? What a beautiful shit show we are. It's, yep. And, uh,. What a, we didn't really set any goals to begin with. I was just like, hey, Lexi, let's start a podcast. And you're like, bet, what's podcast? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Um. I thought that podcasts were things that like doctors listen to <laughs> and like public broadcast radio would have on every they now do. and then. <laughs> but that's that's all I knew. That's, that's my knowledge of podcasts up until Amy's like, hey. I got an idea. <laughs> Wait, hear me out. <laughs> You're like, all right. <laughs> Shifty eyes. <laughs> and now here we are a year later. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> Does a curtsy. Can't really do a curtsy while you're sitting, but no. in spirit. Curtsy. Spirit curtsy. Spirit curtsy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what a spirit curtsy is, but it's a thing now. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> All right. So, Amy, how was work? I hate living in the Midwest. <laughs> All right. Let me hear it. Why does every guy fucking chew tobacco? I can't stand that smell, especially if it's that winter green. Oh, my God. The, the, that winter green shit is so fucking strong. It makes me nauseous when, a, like, a person is chewing it. Um, and I'm, a, I'm aware that girls can chew, too, but I've never met a girl that chews myself. I think I've known, like, two. I've never met one. But this guy came in with his significant other. He was really nice, you know, and um, he didn't have a smell to him or anything. <laughs> um they were, yeah, him and his significant other, they were both very nice. She had a baby, like, in a car seat, a little bitty baby. <laughs> He's carrying around a solo cup. Gross. But I didn't really, like, mm. put two and two together at first, right? I just kind of thought maybe he was just carrying a drink with him. I don't know. Because <laughs> I, I couldn't see what was in it or anything, you know. No, I don't, don't want to see. But <laughs> couldn't see what it was. So I didn't realize until they come up to pay for their stuff. I'm ringing them up and he starts talking to me. And as, oh my God, Lexi, as <laughs> he's talking to me, he's just sitting there like kind of like fiddling with his solo cup. And I ask him a question or no, he went to ask me a question. And as he's asking me a question, he just like leans over his he like brings his cup over to his up to his chin and just kind of like leans in it doesn't like try and spit it out really fast no just kind of lets it like dribble and what? overflow all the way down his freaking that's fucking nasty. i'm like huh. 
Why would you just do that? It was so gross. So gross. Terrifying sounding. And he did it like multiple times. Like every freaking time that he talked, he was just holding his fucking cup up to his chin and just letting the chew spit stuff just like roll over his tongue, over his lip and down his chin and into the cup. And I'm like, gross. That ain't right. It was, it was, it was gross. That is, oh, like, what the Ugh. fuck? <laughs> he was just like, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Just like, <laughs> ew. Um, I was out dashing one night and I get this order for Denny's, right? Like, I had literally just finished dropping off one order, swiped, delivered, and another one pops up for Denny's, right? So I accept it. And I'm, I'm like, backing out of the driveway even, you know. <laughs> so I stop and accept it and I continue backing out to go. And as I'm coming up to the stop sign, it goes away. It disappears. Oh. Which, does like, doesn't that normally mean that they, like, canceled the order or something? Um, it could mean you were on a different screen. No, no. I stayed on the same screen and everything. It just... Did went you get away. A, did you get a text about it that said the No, I didn't get anything. I accepted it, it popped up, and then it went away. Like gone. Like and then it went back to looking for orders. Huh. I've had that happen before too, and I never know if it was like an order canceled or a glitch. Because normally when an order is canceled, you'll get a text saying, Unfortunately, your order with blah 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 was canceled. Yeah, because I've never had an order be canceled before. You so I kind of assumed that that just like when it just went away like that and back to looking for orders, I assumed that that meant that they canceled, right? So I'm driving to, I don't know, I decided to hang out in one specific parking lot that night. And so I drove back to that parking lot, which is kind of the opposite way of Denny's. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I go to sit there, right? And so then I literally park and I pull my phone out of my little uh, holder and I pull up my phone to like go and browse for, you know, while I'm waiting for another order to come through. And um, it goes back to, like, the Denny's order popped back up. Like, you know what I mean? Did you have to accept it again? No, it had, I'd already accepted it. Oh, so it's just waiting for you to get there? Right. <laughs> and like, What the fuck? <laughs> and it said that I was supposed to pick it up 10 minutes ago. <laughs> Damn. And I was like... What the fuck? All right. So I go to Denny's, right? And as I walk into Denny's, the guy sees me with my DoorDash bag and he's like, oh, let me call the girl and let her know that you're here because she she just called not that long ago. She was very upset. And I'm like, oh, great. <laughs> I'm like, upset? Upset for what? And she was like, um, upset that she hasn't gotten her food or like she... she I don't know. Like, how do you not know that somebody's going to be bringing you your food if you're ordering through DoorDash? You okay? So, on the customer side, you get a tracker map. You see the location, so she probably saw you heading to Denny's, and then all of a sudden go the opposite direction and Maybe. just sit there. I didn't even think of that. And she's like, "What the fuck? <laughs> Bring me my fucking food." I didn't even think of that but she didn't even try and call me or text me or anything you know but so when i got when when the guy said that at denny's um 
he was like, oh, let me see if I can try and find her number on here, like trying to scroll through his ancient ass freaking phone that they have there at Denny. <laughs> <laughs> like, it has caller ID, but it is ancient. Um, <laughs> and he was like, do you have a way to get a hold of her? And I was like, actually, yeah, I do. And he was like, oh, great. Can you go ahead and call her? So I call the number, you know, like doordash generates random numbers or whatever but it still like links our numbers Mm -hmm. and i call and i you know i'm explaining and they're like um you have the wrong number i was like oh did did you order denny's and she's like no and i was like are you such and such name and she's like no so and so the girl like made it seem like he was a complete fucking stranger but she actually knew the woman that did place the order apparently like when the woman originally created a doordash account she used that number the girl's number Mm. but she made like to me she made it seem like it was just like a completely random fucking person (laughs) she didn't say anything to me about knowing the person so then the guy at Denny's, like, scrolls through his... I, I told him, I say, hey, it's the wrong number. I, I have no way of actually getting a hold of her, I guess. And he was like, oh, great. So then he goes back to trying to find the number, and he does finally find it. And he calls her, and he lets her know that I'm here, right? And then, like, he walked over into the little office, and then I can hear him say, oh, you want to talk to her? And I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> so uh she gets on the phone and i'm like hey and you know i explained to her everything about how it went away i didn't realize you know like it said that it was gone and but i'm there now and she was like oh okay well let me go ahead and she was like it's fine um just let me go ahead and call my boyfriend really quick because he'd already just left to go there and apparently they live like right down the street (laughs) um and right as she says that, this guy walks up beside me, and I'm like, does he wear a brown cart heart? <laughs> and she was like, yeah. And I was like, is he wearing a uh, a black hoodie under said brown cart heart? <laughs> and she goes, yeah. And I was like, oh, he's right beside me. <laughs> he's, he's here. <laughs> So she's like, oh, uh, well, I guess since he's there already, he can just go ahead and grab the food and you can just have the tip. It's okay. And I was like, are you sure? Like, I can go ahead and cancel. And she's like, no, it's fine. And I was like, okay. So then we were standing there beside each other. And um, like the people in Denny's already knew that I was there for the DoorDash order. Right. So I was waiting for somebody to come out for me to explain to them that he's there for the DoorDash order. (laughs) (laughs) And as we're waiting for somebody to come over, I tell him about what happened too, And he was like, that's weird. I was like, yeah, but I know that um, people in a DoorDash group that I'm in had actually been complaining about it glitching out the past couple of days so i'm assuming that that's just what it was every weekend and i was like i'm sorry and he was like no it's not your fault and then he tips me five dollars on top of an already five dollar tip that she told me that i could keep damn (laughs) that's sweet of them well yeah it was great especially considering it was an inconvenience to them you know it was so nice of them But I was, I felt bad. I was like, oh no, I'm going to get a bad review. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) That's funny. That's the extent of work for me the past week. What about you, Lexi? (laughs) 
Okay. So first off, I had an encounter. Of course you did. <laughs> um, it was this older man, like seventies. Did he try and hit on you? Nope. <laughs> he answered the door with no pants on. Oh, like was he wearing underwear? He was wearing a diaper. Oh, alrighty. He answers the door, and I was like, I have an order for this chick's name, right? And he was like, I don't know who that is. And I was like, great. Is this? And I read off his house number, and he goes, yeah, that's here. And I was like, it could be one of the girls upstairs, but you're going to have to find out. And I'm like, I can't go inside. I need to get back out to do more dashing and uh, he starts to lecture me about how I parked my car and blocked his driveway because I won't go into his house uh, and I'm just like well I could you know give you this food and you could and give it to her. move my vehicle when I leave <laughs> and then I won't be blocking your driveway anymore <laughs> surprise and maybe you could just put on some pants like he was coherent enough to argue with me about my parking but not coherent enough to wear pants amy what the fuck (laughs) what kind of backwards ass pageant cheese is that (laughs) kind of shit is this (laughs) (sighs) so after this this is both this and the next thing happened in the same night um I ended my night on a heartfelt note. This uh, man had just undergone like a serious eye surgery and was basically blind, Uh, right? He uh couldn't see anything and he doesn't have anyone at his home with him. So he's like guiding himself through, I don't know, maybe he was blind before and this surgery is supposed to help. I have no idea what his situation is. I just know that he couldn't see. Right. And so I get this DoorDash order and in the instructions, this guy says, this is for my friend. He just had major eye surgery. He cannot see a thing. I'm going to need you to help him by handing him his food very carefully. And then he said, explain who this is from to him if you could. And so I get there and the guy answers and uh, he's on the phone with the guy who ordered him the food. Right. And he goes, hey, uh, someone's here and the guy goes is that doordash (laughs) he answers the door and i was like hi doordash and um i tell him i'm like here's your drink and i like wait for him to find it because he's reaching all over you know right and so he finds it and takes it and then um i hand him his bag of food and then i read him the comment and who it was from and uh he like his eyes started welling up and he was like thank you so much and i'm like you're welcome (laughs) i gotta get out of here i gotta get out of here (laughs) (laughs) it was it was super sweet he's just so happy he's like thank you but uh yeah that was the extent of my work so it's in the news time it is in the news time we all know people can be wild yes even in public sometimes things get so wild they make the news hey here's some news articles we found i have an article that's gonna kind of piss you off all right i got an article that's gross (laughs) yeah (laughs) 
Mine's not gross. It's it literally like as soon as I read it, my eyebrows started twitching. I'm like, oh, really? <laughs> That's how you feel? <laughs> All right. Target raised wages. Then it cut workers hours and doubled their workload. See? See? Even just the article's title makes you want to punch somebody in the throat. You're like... Getting a little punchy over here. (laughs) Throat punchy. (laughs) Weird. What just happened to my arms? (laughs) I just need to punch something. (laughs) All right. This is from The Guardian. The Guardian... Um, this is of the galaxy. No, just the <laughs> Guardian. <laughs> Star Lords here. Adam Ryan has worked at Target in Christiansburg, Virginia for three years. He works additional jobs whenever he's able to, but is regularly scheduled only 20 hours per week at Target, despite having open availability. I have to live with my family because I can't afford rent on my own. I don't have health insurance. I've had a rotting tooth in my mouth for years that I haven't been able to receive treatment for. I've applied for Medicaid in Virginia and every time I'm told I make too much money. And Target has told me I don't qualify for their benefits because Because it's not full time. Because I don't get enough hours. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um said Ryan, who is also an organizer with Target Workers Unite, an independent initiative of Target Workers. He makes 13 an hour, which is the hourly minimum wage at Target since June of 2019, which is scheduled to increase to 15 an hour by the end of 2020. As I say, you remember when you talked about that article? Mm -hmm. We even said, go Target because of it. That's kind of why I saved this one, because I was like, they would. Those assholes. Um, but Ryan and several other target workers have noted a drastic reduction in scheduled hours and significant increases in workloads as target has increased their minimum wage and rolled out a modernization plan for 2019 to increase efficiency. They think that broader influences in the retail sector are responsible for their plight, notably the actions of their hard charging rival, Amazon. Uh, They're responding to what Amazon is doing, Ryan added. They're trying to turn these stores into their own distribution centers using brick-and-mortar stores. We have to be warehouse workers and customer service workers. Mm Mm-mm. Right? It doesn't work that way. It doesn't... Nobody has a limitless amount of energy. No. It's one job or the other. Like... (laughs) I'm not, I'm either a retail worker or a warehouse worker. I'm not both. It should be that way. Target Workers Unite recently released a survey of more than 500 Target workers around the U.S. representing 382 different stores in 44 states. Only 12.7% of the workers who responded said they could survive on the wages from Target alone. And that's probably because they have significant others to help pay bills. Uh, with 56% of workers citing they have ran out of food while employed at Target, and 12.8% of workers reported experiencing homelessness. Um, the survey also provides some insight into Target's opposition to workers organizing. Some 54% of workers surveyed report management telling them not to discuss wages with other workers. I feel like that's a standard thing, though. 
Yeah, they they don't like want a, you discussing. They don't want but you that's discussing. That's everywhere. I don't think that's just a target thing. No, yeah, it's everywhere. Like they don't want people to know that other people of the same like you know position like other people are making more than others. Mm-hmm. Like it's usually a guy versus girl sort of a thing. Or uh like a <laughs> someone who's been there longer has had more opportunities for a raise. Right. But could still be in the same position. Right. But yeah, they don't want people to be discussing their wages with each other because they don't want like a new person that just came in with the $15 an hour. They don't want them talking to a veteran who makes $14 an hour. Yeah, for real. <laughs> it also says that 41.6% of workers report that they have been reprimanded by management for discussing workplace issues in the store or on social media. No unionizing. <laughs> As target workers report struggling to make ends meet while experiencing cuts to their schedules, loss of benefits, and increased workloads, Target reported record share prices at the end of 2019. CNN Business ranked Target's chief executive officer, Brian Cornell, their top CEO of 2019, citing their retail chain consistently beating predictions of sales and profits in 2019 and finding a balance between physical stores and digital commerce. The retail chain is ranked the eighth largest retail corporation in the U.S. based on sales. Only the eighth? The eighth. Kind of figured like Target would be higher than that. I know, right? Moms love Target. Moms love Target. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Speaking of sidetrack, but I started getting my oldest some of those Cat and Jack reinforced Cat and Jack knees. Cute. Cat and Jack pants. clothes are so cute. So and they're good. They're good quality. They're cheaper than the Walmart ones, and they're more durable than the Walmart ones. I learned. I'm going to Target more. I mm. just wish that we had a Target in our town. I mean, the closest Target is like 20 miles away i am almost always by one and well I think you're about in a bigger town when you're out working i know but every i don't time, go out of town every to... time i'm like <laughs> pause dash <laughs> or just you know while i'm in between dashes i can i can window shop and wait <laughs> for orders to come in <laughs> anyways um in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, Bonnie Furlong has worked as a cashier at Target for about seven years, but still makes what starting workers make, 13 an hour. See? Um, the last time they raised it, they cut our hours. So I'm basically making less than I was before they raised it to 13 an hour, said Furlong. Uh, her hours were reduced from 32 to 38 hours per week to around 20 hours per week. If I wasn't getting Social Security, which isn't very much either, I wouldn't be able to work there because I couldn't afford it. Uh, Matt Funnel, a Target employee in Massachusetts since August of 2018, saw a weekly schedule change from full-time, over 30 hours a week, to less than 10 hours in January of 2020. Oh, jeez. My bi-weekly paycheck doesn't even pay rent. Co-workers of mine are losing health insurance and other benefits, he said. My higher-ups still expect us to get the same amount of work done in a fraction of the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Target disputed the workers' surveys, findings, and claims from workers over working conditions and schedule cuts. 
Every year, we survey hundreds of thousands of team members and consistently hear from our team that they're satisfied with the pay, benefits, and experiences they receive from Target. Because they're going to tell you that they're not. Right, said a spokesperson. Uh, We also have a long history of investing in the more than 360,000 team members who come together to serve our guests, which includes a commitment to industry-leading wages, scheduling practices that balance our team members' availability with our business needs, and employee engagement that is well above industry averages. That's what they have to say in response. Look here, Target. Don't be raising your wage to try and get everybody to say, hey, look at us. We value our workers. And then turn around and cut their hours into at least half to where they can't make a fucking living off of their wages that you just raised. It's not how it works. That's not how any of this (laughs) works. That's not how any of this works. I unfriend you. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, that was my article. Amy, what you got? You'll never guess what they found on McDonald's touchscreens. I'm hating it. Mm. This comes from menshealth.com. The Metro published findings from an investigation they did on random samplings of UK McDonald's touchscreens. The article was aptly titled, Poo Found on Every McDonald's Touchscreen Tested. <laughs> I wonder what that's about. (laughs) Short, sweet, and to the point. According to the paper, they swabbed the new self-order machines in six different England locations. Six in London and two in Birmingham. The amount of different and concerning bacteria on each one worried senior lecturer in microbiology at London Metropolitan University, Dr. Paul. Shit, that was quite a sentence. (laughs) You're like, those were words. (laughs) He says, we were all surprised how much gut and fecal bacteria there was on the touchscreen machines. These cause the kind of infections that people pick up in hospitals. Yikes. Among those bacteria was... Staph, staphylococcus, <gasps> which has been linked to toxic shock syndrome. Um, Dr. Paul called the bacteria so contagious. He was also concerned about the listeria and proteus strains found, each of which contributes to a different serious illness. When contacted by the paper, a McDonald's rep commented, Our screens are cleaned frequently and throughout the day. All of our restaurants also provide facilities for customers to wash their hands before eating. One, that doesn't mean they're going to. And Obviously, two, they're not. If that many were tested and all of them came back with the same answers, it's not getting cleaned enough. Mm-mm. Ew. Yeah, so wash your fucking hands, people. Wash your fucking hands, people. <laughs> so gross. Like, I just, you know, I haven't used those touch screens yet. I mean, to be fair. To be fair. <laughs> to be fair. 
the only time that I go inside McDonald's is when I'm picking up a DoorDash. I don't order inside McDonald's when I'm picking up McDonald's. Okay, but here's a gross reality, okay? Are you ready for this? Everyone who has touched those touch screens has also touched those door handles you have to use to get in. And I out. have gotten to the point to where I don't touch the door handles of any place anymore with all the fluid everything that's going around right now. I freaking like pull my sleeve and I like go like I do this like weird like cup thing and I like use my wrist in my sleeve to pull the door open. <laughs> It's just, like, there are so many germs right now. Oh, my God. I mean, there are always germs. But, like, right now, with all of this flu stuff going around mm-hmm. and everything, and the- I'm like, I'm not touching any of these door handles. <laughs> mm. <laughs> About ready to dash in a hazmat suit. <laughs> Seriously, people, wash your hands. Wash your fucking hands. Don't be, like, going poo in the restaurant and then ordering your food and not washing your hands gross (laughs) man yeah gross (laughs) all right so is it pack room time it is all right everybody grab your hand sanitizer we're about to get dirty it's about to get gross for real though Brace yourselves. The back room is coming. That's right. It's coming. Uh, <laughs> gross. gross. All right. So, Amy, you got some movies for us, huh? I do. Um, my first one is called Lesbian Recruiters. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> do they have army gear on <laughs> no they do not oh. they are actually wearing like schoolgirl stuff looking like mormons i think like the uh, jehovah's witness i think <laughs> not mormons sorry <laughs> we're going door to door have you prayed to your lord vagina today <laughs> carla cush is lounging in the living room of her sorority house when there's a knock on the door Emma Hicks and Whitney Wright greet her when she opens the door. They introduce themselves as lesbian recruiters looking to turn straight or curious girls to lesbianism. Ism. (laughs) Kenna James and Lexi Luna are ready to learn how to become lifeguards. They arrive at the poolside donning their sexy bikinis, but are confused when they don't see their instructor anywhere on the property. Then their eyes fall on the pool as Abigail Mack majestically rises from beneath the surface, rivulets of water cascading over her beautiful body. (laughs) (laughs) Look, I can't tell if this is supposed to be a romantic novel or an adult film. <laughs> My other one is called <laughs> Alien Rhapsody. <laughs> this is a trigger. <laughs> I-, I will give you a bit of a trigger warning. They talk about suicide in this porn. It's weird. <laughs> that is really out of place for porn. Yes. It's, it's a little dark. Um, anywho. 
Lacey Lennon stars in an original sci-fi thriller as a young woman who struggles with gender identity and sexuality to the point of suicide. Damn, that is deep. This suicidal (laughs) act opens a portal that allows an alien entity from the planet Badia to reanimate and inhabit her body. When Lacey comes back to life, she has a renewed vigor and hunger for lust. But Lacey's new alien-human hybrid DNA also causes a chemical reaction fatal to her sexual partners. So every time she has sex with somebody, she kills them. <laughs> Jesus. We got this killer vagina here. There's this death theme to it's this one. up to the sexy team of Zephyl's detectives to catch her before another innocent lesbian dies. Another innocent lesbian. <laughs> what? I don't know. <laughs> I read it, so you had to hear it. <laughs> what in the world even is that? <laughs> this is a thing that is a fucking wild thing it's a thing it's porn it's a thing that who from the radiant mind of serene siren interesting i don't know that is (laughs) weird all right and we're moving on and we're moving on so i don't have movies this week no, Lex- I have an article. Lexi has an article. It's so funny. I have been waiting. So we were just talking about illness before we got into the back room. Right. So COVID-19 is fucking everywhere right now. I'm sure you guys have all heard it. Fucking Corona. Just wash your fucking hands. <laughs> wash your hands. Wash your hands. Don't touch your face and wash your hands. And uh, maybe stay indoors as much as possible. <laughs> maybe uh, did you see that just did you see that meme is talking you know it's just like a back and forth sort of a thing like doctors are like wash your hands and then people are like i'll never drink corona again and the doctor is just like what no yes. just wash your hands <laughs> <laughs> that's funny <laughs> i'm never going outside again just wash your hands <laughs> anyway go are you ready for this i don't know so this is an article from vice Okay, it's titled Coronavirus Porn is a Thing. Oh, And it's going viral on Pornhub. Uh. (laughs) Amidst a global health crisis, porn finds a way. (laughs) (laughs) Sure fuck does, doesn't it? In a video titled Body Cam Footage, CDC Agent Investigates Deserted (laughs) Wuhan. You're watching from the first person point of view of Jerry, a healthcare worker in a hazmat suit. (laughs) <laughs> stumbling around in the dark remnants of a medical facility. He breathes hard and his heart pounds and a voice coming from his walkie-talkie tries and fails to get him to respond. There's a sudden brief scuttle and a woman in a hospital gown jumps him, pulls his erect penis from a hole in his clean suit and wordlessly has okay. sex with him. Hazmat suits do not have holes in them. That's why they're hazmat suits. You can't just pull a penis out of a hazmat suit. Apparently, it's the only part of him that can't get contaminated. I know, right? <laughs> like, if you're in a fucking... Oh, my God. <laughs> I can't. I can't. <laughs> Globally, 
The novel coronavirus, or COVID-19, has killed more than 3,000 people and infected over 100,000 people. The deserted Wuhan video by a couple who goes by Spicy X Rice contains a grain (laughs) of truth. The Chinese city where coronavirus started does actually seem deserted, with public transit halted and residents' movement being restricted for over a month now. Another of their videos is titled... TSA agent detains woman suspected of coronavirus <laughs> could be a plausible news headline. If it's true that art imitates life, right now life is pretty shitty for a lot of people around the world. And if there's any form that can turn a fucked up situation into an escape and entertainment, it's porn. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, of course coronavirus porn exists. Of course it does. A search for coronavirus on Pornhub returns 112 videos with, you can you can guess the titles. The <laughs> I'm not going to read them right now. But yeah, so there's my backroom article. <laughs> he says, I'm here to investigate your vagina for <laughs> viruses. It's weird flex, but okay. All right. <laughs> okay. Anyways, I mean, it's tea time, Amy. <laughs> His tea time. Clink. Clink. My first story is titled, Jerk Gets Exactly What He Asked For. All right. I like that. <laughs> I like instant karma. Right? All right. So, last night, I worked a 14 top. Oof. Right? They were all terrible people. The douchiest people I've ever come in contact with. The royal family of doucheland. <laughs> Douchey McDoucherson. <laughs> One guy sits down and orders a beer, and he says, Every time you come to the table, I want you to have a beer for me. I just thought oh, he was okay. probably joking. So I leave and come back, and he says, Where is my beer? Did you really forget what I told you like two minutes ago? Wow. So I said, Oh, I am so sorry. It won't happen again. <laughs> so for the next two hours, no matter what, every single time, I approached the table. I left a beer. After about 45 minutes, the beer began to pile up. A friend of King Doucherbottom (laughs) tried to take one that I put down, but I grabbed it and said, Sorry, sir, this is your friend's beer, but I would be happy to get you one if you would like. (laughs) Long story short, he ended up buying 25 beers at $8 a pop with a 20% mandatory autograt on the table. He maybe drank four. I've never felt so good in my life. It doesn't pay to be an arrogant ass, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. He's like, absolutely. I will bring you a beer every time I come to every the table. Fucking Make sure time. to come to the table 20 times. You know, like a server would normally only come to the table like, what, five times max your entire time that you're eating. But she's like, oh, okay. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> bring straw for no fucking reason here's your beer (laughs) oh my gosh oh what's that you need a refill on that water Uh, all right hold on i gotta gotta go grab grab a beer (laughs) (laughs) oh what's that soul sister walks up just to hear a question can we get to go boxes oh yeah hold on let me go grab a beer (laughs) oh oh that's a good petty move love it all right, Amy, what's your first story? Customer didn't know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
So a few years ago, I was working in customer service. It was a pretty slow day with only a few returns and whatnot. So I was mostly by myself. Well, a few hours into my shift, I had a woman come in and wanting to return an HD Blu-ray player. Nothing out of the ordinary. She had a receipt, looked formal, and just looking for a full refund after she told me that when she used the Blu-ray player, it wasn't what she was looking for, and she found a cheaper one online. Now, this Blu-ray player was priced at $65 and had a serial number. In most, we would only check the serial numbers on items above $100 or a television. But since I like to make sure everything is in order, I decided to open the box to check the serial number. It was at that time the woman hesitantly told me that she was in a rush and needed the refund now. I told her that I just have to confirm the serial number. Cutting off the tape that she used to reseal the box and pulling out the inner box casing revealed that there was no Blu-ray player. (laughs) No wires, no instructions, absolutely nothing except a Bible. Well. I was left confused and baffled when I saw this. She herself started to act confused on this reveal. Like, oh, what? Bible, how did that get in there? (laughs) But remaining patient, I called my manager rather than declining this return to figure out what to do in this kind of situation. I wouldn't have called the manager. I would have just been like, no, and had them go on their merry way. Right, agreed. Uh, The woman then began to make a phone call while we waited for my manager. After a few seconds, my manager came and I explained how I found a Bible in the box. Questioning the woman, she was on the phone with her husband, changing her story completely from not wanting this Blu-ray player to her husband was the one who purchased the Blu-ray and they never opened the package. (laughs) Sounding frustrated that we sold her this. Right. Now... Back then, I wasn't one who would stand up and break a conversation, so I was unable to counter-argue this customer's claim when earlier she told me how she had detailed opening the package before returning it. So after my manager brings in another manager, they finally came to the conclusion, after the customer's frustrations and disbelief, telling me to give her a full cash refund as well as mark this Bible Blu-ray as damaged. (laughs) What the fuck? Wow. Yep. Wow. (laughs) Damn it, dude. (laughs) Right? (sighs) That's insane. So, yeah, that's my first story. That's wild. (laughs) I hate when managers are just like, yeah, yeah, give it to them. It's a fucking Bible. Obviously, you did not sell them a Bible in a Blu-ray case. (sighs) Come on. Jesus Christ. That's (laughs) fucking fraud. That is, yeah. They just got a Blu-ray player and their money back. Yeah. (sighs) Anyways, so... My second story is a, a little, like, mini rant. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's titled, At the Sickly Looking Child Coughing in My Lobby. Oh. 
I see you over there, <laughs> coughing on my lobby couch, <laughs> surrounded by piles of snotty tissues, never bothering to cover your mouth, coughing in my direction. <laughs> your father is no help. Sir, we are in the middle of an epidemic. Uh, there are extra large bottles of Purell on my front desk. People have died. Your child could at least do us the decency of covering his mouth. <laughs> wash your hands, y'all. I mean, yes, wash your hands, but how old is this kid? You know, like, yeah, parents need to teach their kids to cover their mouths when they cough, but I have a four-year-old that I'm also teaching to cover her mouth when she coughs, and a seven-year-old that I'm teaching to cover their mouth when they cough, but guess what? They they still sometimes don't cover their mouth when they cough. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> not the parents fault entirely <laughs> your dad doesn't know how it's not his fault i'm sure he's told him a thousand times cover your mouth when you cough <laughs> <laughs> i've lost count <laughs> yeah <laughs> it was very short little it was like a an ode to yes cover your mouth when you cough and wash your hands ta-da Sheen, sparkle sparkle <laughs> <laughs> oh good stuff all right my next one is called rude lady doesn't get a nice coupon <laughs> so this was from yesterday's shift i work the register in a rather small grocery store up comes the rudest customer of the day doesn't greet me and immediately starts ranting about some products being sold out I explained to her that because of the panic concerning the coronavirus, the guys who bring our products are even more busy now than at Christmas time. She still mumbles about something, and I ignore her. Then, two products get scanned for 20 cents more apiece than it is priced, and she goes into screaming monkey mode. Jesus <laughs> Christ, I hate when that happens. <laughs> right? Well... My coworker price checks this and changed the price into the actual one it says on the shelf. She then yells at me that I should pay better attention and that I can't possibly be that stupid to overprice her. Really? How dare? I didn't memorize all of the prices for every product she wanted to buy. Bad cashier. <laughs> Smacks on hand. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah after i stayed quiet for the whole transaction and she paid for it she didn't want to take the receipt with her currently with every shopping that is worth more than 30 euros out comes a coupon that's worth between one and five euros and she had one worth five euros at the end of her receipt which she could have used for her whole next shopping trip no certain products she needed to buy Usually, I bring it to the customer's attention, even if they don't want to take the receipt with them. They all thank me, usually. But for that rude-ass lady, no coupon for her. She left the store, and I'm just kind of happy about this. <laughs> <laughs> it's those small wins that count the most. Oh, it, a, it says, P.S., her change was something about $12.38. Euros. She got the eight cents back in one cent coins just because I felt like making her wallet burst with change. <laughs> <laughs> Take that and uh. that. <laughs> All right. So before we get into demographics, I have a 
not work related. Yeah, me too. Thingy. Um, so I was driving the other night and I was like waiting to turn left, right? The light was green, but there was oncoming traffic. So I'm just waiting for the clearance. I'm a little ahead of the line, you know, so I'm in the intersection, but not very far. But you're still like, you're, you're still where you're supposed to be. Yeah. No, (laughs) but so I'm waiting to turn and like it gets clear and I'm ready to go, but I'm waiting Right? Because I'm just making sure that it's clear and I'm double checking and then the light turns red. So I go ahead and go because I've got to get out of the way. Right. So as I'm going, some asshole decides now's their time to shine, speeds into the straight lane from the left turn lane of the other side of the road, nearly hits me. I had to fucking swerve over to not get hit and... As a result, I like ramped off a fucking median. Jesus fuck. She's like the front end of my vehicle went airborne. <laughs> Dukes of hazards though. Fuck, dude. <laughs> you have fun encounters with people driving. I have a lot of driving under my belt, so <laughs> you do a lot of driving for your job, so. I do. That's so like it's really <sighs> It's true. The more you drive, the higher your chances, man. People are fucking crazy sometimes behind the wheel. And I was just like, are you fucking kidding me? I blamed the full moon. That's what it was. Right? It's got to be what it was. Dude, we got a full moon, a time change, and a Friday the 13th in one week. That's wild. Ah. <laughs> All right. So what you got? So my both of my girls got the flu last week. Not the coronavirus. They got the fucking flu. we live in a small town you know everybody's kids go to the same stinking schools and everybody goes to the same places you know so germs get passed around this freaking town like nobody's business when one person gets sick every fucking buddy in town gets sick you know (laughs) um so both my girls got the flu last week so they were out of school like all week um And finally, on, like, day five of my seven-year-old having a fever of over 102, like, sometimes over 103, like, off and on for days, I finally was like, all right, I need to call the on-call doctor and see what they have to say about it, right? The on-call doctor was not our doctor, okay? I love our pediatrician. She's fantastic. She's very nice, um, very soft. <laughs> She's a softie, and I like her a lot. Um, the on-call physician pissed me off, like, really badly. Look, you want to give your family flu shots? That's cool, you know? But we do not do flu shots, and here's why. Flu shots do not protect you from getting the flu, right? They're injecting you with the strain, the last flu strain, right? So it's not going to protect you from the upcoming flu strain. And it breaks down your immune system. Um, so it makes you more susceptible to sickness, right? So we do not do flu shots because people that get flu shots still die from the flu. There's no point, I feel, my opinion. I'm not going to tell people that do get flu shots that they shouldn't. You do 
you, right? Right. So our actual pediatrician, you know, like it's her job. She has to suggest flu shots every freaking year. Mm -hmm. She knows that I'm going to say no, but she has to ask me anyway. And we've already talked about it. And every year I say no. And and she was like, that's fine. You know, we just always recommend it. So if you want to come in, (laughs) you know, that's that. The end. Well, so I call to let the to talk to the on-call physician about you know my kids symptoms and both of my kids are sick at the same time I have never had both of my kids be sick at the same time it's always usually been one and then the other Mm -hmm. like it's never been both of them at the same time Uh, that was crazy to me and I said that to the physician and she said oh you've been lucky so far but you know like, I feel like both of them being sick at the same time was actually easier than one at a time. Yeah. Because when it's one at a time, it prolongs it. Mm-hmm. It, they might be sick for only a few days, but you just doubled that. Right. That's how much time you just had to spend dealing with sick kids. Exactly. Um, but so, yeah, we, we, we giggled about that. We were off to a good start, but then, like, she... I guess pulled up the file and seen that I didn't give the girls the flu shots. And so her tone immediately changes. <laughs> and she starts talking down to me. And she was like, well, maybe we can take this as a lesson and make sure that we give our kids flu vaccines next year, shall we? And I said, you better get that tone out of your voice before I reach through this phone and slap that tone out of your voice. <laughs> I hate when people impose their opinions into their fucking jobs, man. My kids get all of their vaccines. I will say that right now. I vaccinate my kids. I do not give my kids the flu shot. The flu shot's not a vaccine. So the fact that she said that I needed to give my kids the flu vaccine is fucking ludicrous. It's not a vaccine. That is so unnecessary. She felt the need. She was like, yeah, you don't va- you don't vaccinate your kids with the flu shot. So their symptoms will last up to seven days where if you had, then they wouldn't have had as severe symptoms and they would have already been better by now. <sighs> and I was like, well, thanks for all of your help. <laughs> mm. As I said, you give your family flu shots. Great. I don't. Great. I'm still a great mom. I still take care of my kids. I, you know, I still make sure that we wash our hands and that we, you know, like, I just don't give my kids a flu shot. (laughs) That's it. How dare you? (laughs) (laughs) Like, what the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) This is stupid and you're dumb, lady. Like, it pissed me off. (laughs) I know. That's how I would have responded. Like... <laughs> I was just like, how about you change your tone before I reach through this phone and slap the tone out your voice? Like that can't happen. You can't just switch up on somebody. By the way, here's my opinion. She was like, uh, I'll show you. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be the last mm, you ever. You missed. you don't know me. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's funny stuff. Uh, Rant over? Yeah. You feel better now? Yeah. She pissed me off. All right, I'm better. (laughs) I'm good. I'm done. Fuck that lady specifically. Yeah. And moving on. (laughs) And moving on. (laughs) And we are (laughs) moving on. 
Demographics time. Sure the fuck is. We have a whole new top four this week. We really do. That's crazy, isn't it? A whole ass new one. <laughs> a whole ass new. <laughs> All right. You want to kickstart this, B? Sure do. Our top city this week, Indianapolis, Indiana. What up? Hey, Indy. Y'all came out of nowhere and you, like, took over. Sure do. They're, <laughs> they're running champs right now. All right. Our second place city is, is our favorite Belgiumites. <laughs> McKellen. We're going with McKellen because nobody else has said otherwise. M- Michelin. We're, we're going with McKellen. McKellen. Michelin Flanders. McKellen Flanders. McKellen Flanders. You probably got to say Flanders a different way too, but whatever. <laughs> it's Oakley Doakley, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And our third city is Austin, Texas. Woo. Ooh. Our fourth place? It's a two-way tie from two cities in Indiana. It is. We've got Lafayette and Franklin, Indiana. Hey. Okay. So Lexi has our closing quote. All right. So my quote today is uh, Tolkien. Okay. This- it's a dangerous business, Frodo, going out your door. You step onto the road, and if you don't keep your feet, there's no knowing where you might get swept off to. And? All right. That's so it. We will talk to you guys next week. Happy yeah, we one will. year. Woo! Raise the roof. Oh. All right, bye. <laughs> okay, see ya. <laughs> Make sure you go and like our Facebook page, Confessions of Retail, all the tea. Also find our group, fans of Confessions of Retail, all the tea. Don't forget to find us on Twitter. We are at Corat Pod. Yeah, we are. Corat for life, yo. Corat for life, yo. And then you can also check out our Instagram page. Confessions of Retail Podcast. Woo! So, this is our stop. Until next week when the shit show rolls on. Amy and Lexi. Signing off. was a Titan Gas episode.